right, you're listening to Walk-Ins. Welcome. Uh, we're excited to have you for another episode of the podcast. My name is Nick Horde. I've got Michael Ray with me, and we are all about helping urgent cares and small medical facilities generate and triple their revenue through exceptional patient value, exceptional patient experience. Yeah, and this time around, we're actually going to be talking about how to build a referral system, essentially. Uh, not so much here, here's something we're going to sell you. It's more of these are some key items that you can do. You can implement yourself. And looking through the list, like none of this is a bunch of software you got to buy or anything. It's more of a commitment, if anything. It is. Uh, you know, we talk as digital marketers, we talk all the time about measuring. We talk about systems in place for digital marketing, um, all the things that you want to do to make sure that you're getting an ROI. Um, we don't treat word of mouth any different. Okay, mm -hmm. there are different ways to utilize word of mouth marketing, word of mouth business, uh, but measuring it is going to be a key component to that. Anyway, what we're going to be going through today are the five steps we think you should take to have a patient referral system, not for reviews. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about your patients referring business back to you and you having a plan in place to measure that and to capitalize on that. Yeah, because ultimately when you have a patient referring back to you, that's a true word of mouth type of marketing. And we all know those are the best in terms of conversion. That's like right. If, if my friend told me, hey, go check out this doctor. I had a fantastic experience. I'm probably going to trust them more than an ad that pops up on my screen. Well, so that brings us to number one in our five steps here is to create an exceptional client experience. Oh, my God. There's a podcast for that. Uh, there's, there's probably more than one episode at this point, right? <laughs> That's right. But it is the key step. Yep. Here, here, here's the thing. People are going to talk about your company, whether it's good or bad. So you want people to refer you, people want to refer you, but you have to give them the best opportunity to do that. And the best opportunity to do that is to create an experience where they want to tell other people about it. Oh yeah. I mean, when you can sit well, and the other side of that coin is that they're also way quicker to tell other people how bad of an experience they've had with somebody. Don't go to them. They're horrible. So you got to keep that in mind because if you're, let's say you're doing all these other items, you're not doing number one very well. These other items will only make things a little harder for you. <laughs> That's right. So you want to create that environment that you are referable. Yeah. Right. That's kind of a thing. Like none of the rest of it matters if you're not referable. And I've had some experiences where they've said, well, you refer to a friend, uh, the worst ever. Well, and I, I'm just going to say the company too, because I don't even care at this point. It was Northwest Mutual. And <laughs> uh, somebody had given my uh, name and I wish they had told me who, because I'd have murdered them. But uh, they show up at my office and they, Michael, they say, before we get started, I want you to write down eight names and phone numbers of your friends and family that I can call after we're done. Oh, yeah. Guess what happened? Nope. Hit the, hit the door, dude. We didn't even finish the meeting. I'm like, I don't know you. I don't like you. I don't know you. I don't trust you. Mm -hmm. This isn't happening. But let's flip that on its head, right? <laughs> let's say that you came across a Northwestern person. You had a great experience with them and right. you thought you were well-treated. Now, if they're asking for a referral through a process, because I know Northwestern has a process for the referral system. Oh, like, I hope that's not it. But it's there, though, right? They know <laughs> right. they have one. Because uh, let's be honest, financial advising is a heavy referral, high trust situation, mm -hmm. generally speaking. But let's say they did everything right and you had a great experience. And if they asked, hey, are there three people I could talk to? Like, absolutely, you're going to change their lives. You that's know? right. That's the idea. But no, the opposite happened, right? They went in backwards. They came in one referral first with no experience to go with it. So, yeah, I mean, 
at a nutshell, I mean, for the doctors and business owners out or the clinic owners stuff out there, why would you ever want to refer somebody that had a, that you had a terrible experience over? Like, why would you do that? And then looking at your clinic, are they having good experiences? And if you're not sure, that's step really number one. Right? <laughs> do you know you're giving people good experiences? Right. And if you're not sure, just go look at your Google reviews. That may tell you a little bit of the story. That's a good litmus test. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Practical application for one is you don't put on your intake form, who do you know that you can refer us to? <laughs> you put that on your exit strategy when they're leaving. All right. After, anyway, after, they after they've created an exceptional client experience. Yeah, exactly. What is number two? So employee buy-in. Okay. So let's talk about employee buy-in. Here's the thing. your comp- Even though you have processes and you have procedures and all these different things, the employees have to implement this. And if they're not bought into the idea, they'll never do it. You ever been to a, like a store where some, like, let's just take a big franchise store, like a Home Depot or something. You have some that are trained to ask you a certain question when you're done. And then the other ones just don't do it. Right. Even though it's the same store, same amount of people, but there was not buy-in on that side. Right. Um, and it's amazing too, because you go sometimes get to like a local store and there's something they've trained their employees to ask extra for it. Maybe just something simple. Hey, did you know we have this now that you can use? If they consistently do it, they'll get result from it. That's right. Not just sporadically do it because they don't believe in it. So after you've gotten some good ideas from your team members on what you can do to ask for referrals, how you can get referrals, if it needs to go on a sheet, whatever the strategy is, make it a part of the KPIs, the key performance Mm -hmm. indicators, because any strategy you put out there, you have to measure. And if you're holding people accountable to something that they bought into, you should have a measurement for that. And it should be an attainable goal too. If you're going to put some goals out there and some performance metrics around it, make sure it's attainable and real. I I think that a good KPI is simply, did you ask for a referral? Yeah. Right. And that could have been, if you have it on your exit strategy or the card that you hand for their next appointment, highlighting, we'll pay you 50 bucks for a referral or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're coming up for your referral program, Mm -hmm. um, highlighting that on the card and handing it to them. And then doing a little ticky mark on your page. I did this for every client that went out the door today. And I'm measuring that I put that out there because if you, if you measure putting it out there, you can measure what comes in from it. Yeah. So like, let's say you you actually properly measure it in your system. And at the end of the month, you had 300 people or 300 asks, like they asked for the referral. And let's say 30 of those came out of that. Well, that's a 10% conversion. That's right. So a 10% conversion, you're like, okay, so that's a good starting point. Can I make it better? What can I do to make it better? Am I happy with that? Yeah. Is that a good number for me? Right. Did I, and then the last piece, I had 30 people say to have a referral or whatever ends up being, what did that look like? Is there, cause you can just deep dive into how can I make this better? Where maybe it's not that person should be asking. Maybe it should be a different person or a different step in the process to improve it. Cause ultimately if you can do a 10%, like I, in our world, 10% conversion of just about anything's a pretty good number. That's right. Just in, just about anything. Yes, especially so, in marketing. Yeah. Um, so make it part of your KPIs, your key key uh, performance indicators, your key results areas, mm-hmm. but incentivize your team. Okay, that, that doesn't mean don't require it. It means add reward to it for doing a good job. I'll give you a quick example. When I worked in clothing in my younger days, um, it wasn't about selling clothes. It was about opening that com- company credit card. No, yeah. Now, here's the deal. I was required to do that. I had to ask everybody. Uh, actually had to ask them more than once, right? So I had to I had to get two no's on a credit card 
otherwise like it was part of my performance review like i you're not getting a raise or we're going to fire you or whatever mm -hmm. but the person who opened the most credit cards got the most referrals would get a reward a bonus on their paycheck right they were everybody was required but but the winner was incentivized okay and that looks different for everybody so you want to incentivize mm -hmm. what you're promoting and they made it competitive they did so it's not just incentivizing that you did it they made it where everybody's in on the pool and they get a reward if they edge somebody out. That's right. Now, of course, you may have that star player that just does it every time that everybody else quits caring. But, <laughs> well, but I also have to acknowledge the fact that most people that are sitting behind a desk that are intaking patients or that are running cards or whatever they're doing probably aren't in the sales business. Mm -hmm. right? Their personality doesn't lend to that. So you can make a reward, a collective reward. It can be like, hey, we're going to hit this goal. Everybody, we're going for this goal. When we do this, we're doing this for everybody. I don't know what that looks like. You get to define that on your own. But here's what you want to do. I wrote down LTD. You've heard me say this before, Michael. Anything that you're going to put together as far as a referral program has to follow the LTDs of business. Is it learnable? Is it teachable? Is it duplicatable by the lowest common denominator? right? Is your front desk person going to be able to take that information, pass it on to the next person that they're training, right? So learnable, teachable, duplicatable. So Make sure that we do that. So keep it simple. That's right. Number no. number three, promote it to your patients. That's, oh my goodness. That seems Novel kind of, process. Kind of seems obvious, right? But right. the reality is it doesn't matter how great it is on paper. If you're not actually pushing it out to people, it's never going to be seen. If we have a referral program that is going to be measured, that is going to be ha having accountability attached to it internally. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that we give the best opportunity for our patients to take advantage of this. Are you putting signage around your office? All right. Are you putting a QR code, like maybe a little placard on the checkout sign that says scan this QR code to refer your friends and get XYZ? Yeah. Right. Um, and they can just scan it, they can fill it out. Are you sending a follow-up text? Yes, perfect. That's a great one. Because we know a lot of, we know in just in our world, not just in medical, but in general, people will respond very well to a text to their phone. It doesn't need to be forever long. You know, it needs to be pretty straight to the point. And you got to be selective. You don't want to blast this to every patient that comes to your door because you're going to have some that are not going to like you. That's right. <laughs> um, you have a whole list of people on email that would probably want to refer you if given the opportunity mm -hmm. and some kind of an incentive to do that. It could be a $5 Starbucks gift card. I don't care. But if they refer somebody and they come through that door, send that out in a, in a social media blast or put it out in an email blast uh, to your existing patient load. And if you're going to boost that post on social media, make sure that you boost it to friends of your page. You're not trying to hit everybody. You're trying to be you're trying to reach the people who know you and have done business with you. That's the, that's the referral program. And I would even say too, so sometimes it's really good to show evidence that you do reward the referrals where let's say once a month you had 10 people send out a referral and you had an incentive like $5 gift cards or whatever. And an email out to everybody you say, Hey, we rewarded 10 people last month for a total of this. Oh, that's good. To make it real. Right. And it needs to change every month because people are like, Oh, that's a real, I can get into that. Cause I mean, a lot of us, like, let's be honest. If somebody says win a thousand dollars today and somebody won, but you never hear anything about it, you're like, did they actually give away a thousand dollars? Well, I mean, the bigger you make that prize, the less attainable it is. How you could eat. Now this is complicated, but you could make it like a point system. 
can do a points. <laughs> what that? There was a software that we used to use, Michael. I know this is a software episode. I can't even think of the name of it, but it was a social media. Like the more you shared it, the more people yeah. who signed up, the more points you got. That was cool. And that we did it for a hot sauce company. Yeah, that was, all things. Cool. That was crazy. That was cool. All right. So yes, you want to make sure that you're promoting it to your patients. Don't just rely on your team alone. Make it the best opportunity for your team to win, for your company to win. And for your patients to win. Yeah. This should be a benefit and a blessing to them. Mm-hmm. All right, number four. Make it easy. I'll put some do's and don'ts. I tried to make this one <laughs> bullet point. All right, well, what do you mean by make it easy? I'll tell you what, you do the first two. Don't do these things. I'll do the second two. Do these things. All Go. right, so don't make your patients enter an ID or account number to make the referral. Seems kind of obvious. Don't require patients to share lots of information. You already know them and they just... And they just won't take the time. Let's pause on the don'ts for a second. Yeah, I mean, go that, for it. Like, so think about anytime you've ever entered anything anywhere. If it is one tap on a phone or whatever, you're more likely to do it. Because the second they say, this is a three-minute survey, I'm out. Like, I don't want to deal with it. Is it a 10-second survey? Okay, why not? <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I go to a church here locally. And around the holidays, we try and ramp up giving. And I'm not talking about giving to the church. I'm talking about giving out in the community, right? Mm -hmm. So what our church has done is made it incredibly simple to pass on a a, a gift, whatever. And what it looks like is, is a little card, Mm -hmm. like a little card. And on the front, it says a little something extra to show that God loves you. That's what it says. Now, this isn't a religious podcast. I'm just making a point here that my church has made it stupid simple for me to take that and go through a Chick-fil-A line and says, hand this to the person behind, behind me. I'd like to cover their food. Or you go to a restaurant and you leave a big tip. Here's a card, uh, okay. right? And on the back of that card, obviously it says church of the Highlands because that's where I go, right? So it, it says, hey, come visit us at church or whatever. But the whole point is to give extra and to make it as simple for people to do that as possible, right? Mm-hmm. That, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how cool would it be if you just printed up some cards that don't require you to put ID numbers, that don't require you to put your phone number, or that you just write your name on that card, hand it to your friend, they come in, hand that card, they get whatever off, maybe they pay their copay, I don't know what it is, right? But that's how you make it simple without making them give all their information. Yeah, because if if y'all are tracking this, as simple as I go into urgent care ABC, I have a good experience, they hand me a card, I write my name on it. I hand it to you, friend. Go check them out. Take the card with you and, and double incentivize it, right? If you take the card with you, they'll knock off something or give you something. We do that with our referral programs internal. Yeah. And then when you go in, the receptionist sees the card, has my name on it, goes find my information, and then I get something. And all I had to do is write my name down. That's it. So, and, and you could do that digitally if you wanted to. That's right. Like there's ways to do things, but think about the simplicity. I know my, I will always know my name, right? I'm not going to know every, a lot of all my other information. I have to look it up, but I can always remember my name. And that's all you're asking for. You know, <laughs> a, a friend and mentor of mine, Josh Nelson, I uh, had referred his company and I wasn't really expecting anything in return, but he sent me a Amazon gift card digitally. Yeah. And he's like, man, thank you for the referral. Great, great new member of the group, that kind of thing. And I will say this too, um, keep this in mind, everybody out there, you want to kind of qualify it where it's a converted referral, not just a referral, because people can't abuse the system. That's why I like the card. Yeah. Right here, hand me the card. They came in, they did business. Here's the person that referred. Yep. And and that's that's key. All right. So here's what you do want to do. 
you want to give them all the information that they need in one place, i.e. a landing page. Like mm -hmm. if you're going to put the QR code, put everything they need to know, not thousands of details, but everything they need to know for what that referral looks like, or even the person that they're referring, what they need mm -hmm. to know, put that in one place and make it easy for the patients to hand off the information to a friend or a family member. That's that. Here's a little something extra card. Yep. Right. That's it. Or, or whatever. Here's my name. They're going to give you this, whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. So just thinking through that before we get to the last one, you have a good experience. You have buy-in. You're actually going to promote the thing. You made it super easy. What's the last step? Man, do not set it and forget it. <laughs> yeah. This is not an autopilot program. This is where it goes all the way back to measuring. If you're not measuring it, you never know what's working. The guy that I just talked about, Josh, mm -hmm. right? So I just talked about that referral. He says all the time, what you measure grows yep. and what grows changes. Yeah. Okay. He talks about that all the time. So even if you're measuring everything, which you should be, you should also be thinking about how it's going to grow and change, mm -hmm. right? Because that's just the way it's going to happen. Um, we like to say this internally, launch, iterate, and improve. improve. Yep. Launch, iterate, improve. Don't sit there and wait until you have it perfect. Let's put it out there and give the opportunity. Let's measure it so we can make small iterations and adjustments. And then let's get better over time. But don't set it and forget it. If anything, the past two years should have taught everybody that whatever I did you had then had to change. Right. And you have to adjust your business and your growth. Because let's say like you, you implement a plan and it works. Well, then you add two more locations. Does that plan still stand up? And is it still effective? And that goes back to that measuring. If you're averaging, let's say, 10% conversion a month on this referral program, and then something, if you're not keeping up with that and that number slowly goes down, you have a problem. Yeah. So then you have to make adjustments every uh, time. A lot of medical practices, uh, people that see patients, when they do their intake form, this is the only time I'm going to give you the pre-permission, like before you see them and create the experience. Almost all of them say, how did you hear about us? Yeah. And it, typically it's social media, Google, radio, television, but other. nobody ever put, or other, but mm -hmm. nobody ever says current patient. And then right, who's who's your referral? Yeah. Or referral. Like who who's the name of that person? Capture that data. It's measurable. Like you're capturing Google. You're capturing television, radio, and print. Mm -hmm. Like you want to know that data. Why don't you want to know your word of mouth? That and word of mouth is the best converting traffic you can get in your business. Well, and then you could even put, to make it more obvious, you can put in parentheses, we love our patients. Absolutely. Like it's something very, very small and minor, but it's like, oh, that's a real thing. That's not just a, a number. To that's right. So I'm telling you, I, I would, if I had the opportunity to, to, to and I'm a digital guy, right? Mm -hmm. But if, if I knew somebody was going to an urgent care or a, a massage therapist or a weight loss program or whatever I'm going to, right? If I knew that, I could either say Google or I could say my buddy, so-and-so. Like, what am I checking every single time? Mm -hmm. Every time. Oh, yeah. So I know this was a little shorter of an episode. Uh, but Barely. Yeah, but just barely, <laughs> about, about 19 minutes. But uh, one of the things that are asked for you, if you're enjoying the content that we're putting out there, the best way that you can say thank you to us is just leave us a review. I'm not even asking for five stars. We want an honest review. Um, whatever platform, Apple, um, I don't know, Google Play, wherever you're listening to this podcast, um, that number one ask is please leave us a review. Um, 
if you love us, tell somebody. <laughs> if you hate us, tell two people. <laughs> and also, too, we are on YouTube. And if you're curious about how my beard changes per episode, it's kind of fun to watch. Yes, it's kind of just give it some time and it will all just go away. The time lapse. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way. It, Hashtag yeah. Michael's beard. Yeah. Yeah, it goes away real quick. And then also, too, so there was a previous episode out there about branding, and there was a nice giveaway inside of that. So y'all need to go back to the branding episode and check it out. And we just had our webinar, and it was pretty fantastic. Fantastic information out there. And we're going to push out that information as well, But and we try to do webinars once a month, so we'll keep you guys up to date on that. But that's it. That's all we got this time. Be on the lookout for all those things, and we will see you. Please keep going out there and crushing it for your patients and for your community. We'll see you next time. See you.